Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. This is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. How blessed we are to be able to be together on Search the Scriptures each day to open up God's Word and dig a little bit deeper, study a little bit further, and try to understand a little bit more, and thereby grow in our faith, grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. You know, there's a reason why the Apostle Paul exhorted Timothy to study, to show yourself approved unto God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, because it is through God's word that we learn about salvation, how to come to him through Jesus Christ, repenting of our sins, confessing our faith in him as God's son and our Lord and Savior, and surrendering to him in baptism at which point the blood that he shed on the cross cleanses us of the guilt of our sins, and we are reborn spiritually, born again, made new, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. Oh yes, we learn all of that through God's word. We learn that God has a place for us in heaven if we will walk with him faithfully and obediently upon this earth. God wants us to be with him forever and ever. His word teaches us that and teaches us how to walk with him here so that we can live in his presence in heaven for eternity. We want to help as many people as we can get to heaven. So we want to teach people as many as we can God's word. We pray that as we study together with you that it is helping change your life, that it is helping strengthen your life. And we pray that we're helping you get to heaven. To God's glory, that's the bottom line why this ministry is here, to glorify God by teaching his word accurately, effectively, and powerfully. Now, we encourage you to go to our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Scroll down the home page to our pad- podcast button, click on that, and sign up for our podcasting. <coughs> It'll only take you about one minute. It is free. It always will be free. Now, when you sign up for our podcasting, you will automatically receive all of these radio programs every day to your smart device, your smartphone, your computer, laptop, pad, tablet, whatever it might be, whichever one you choose. They'll go automatically to your device. And again, it's free and it will always be free. But you'll not only receive these radio programs every day, but you'll receive all of our sermons. You receive our Sunday morning and Wednesday night Bible classes that we podcast. You'll receive a great daily short Bible study, about 12 or 13 minutes each day that we call today's Bible class. All of that will automatically go to your device. And again, it will always be free. Take advantage of that. Sign up for our podcasting. Again, churchofchrist.com. And encourage your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, anybody and everybody you can. In so doing, you may help them get to heaven. You may help them turn their lives around. You may help them live the life that God wants them to live in this world. Do encourage them. Share this information with them. Now, we're going to finish up our study that we've been going through over the last several days, asking the question, 
Why would God want to save someone like me? Why would God want to save someone like you? Why would God want to save someone like me? As I've emphasized, there are many people, I've run into people who think they, or at least they have thought in the past, that they were unforgivable, that they could not be forgiven of whatever sin they had committed, or perhaps they had lived such a wicked life that they thought they were beyond forgiveness. They were just too bad to be good. Some people think I've done something so horrible that I cannot be forgiven. Surely God would not want to forgive somebody for something that I have done. Or maybe they've lived such a wicked life, a sinful life, for such a long period of time that their thought is, surely God would not forgive me. Surely God would not want to forgive me. Surely I cannot be forgiven. It's difficult for many people to believe that God would forgive them after living the life that they have lived. Well, in this particular study, we have established first that God can forgive even someone like you and like me. God is all-powerful. There is nothing impossible for God, nothing that is good. God can do all things, for with God nothing shall be impossible. Luke 1 and verse 37. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Luke 18 and verse 27. With God, or what God promises, he is absolutely able to perform. Romans 4 and verse 21. No, it's not impossible for God to forgive you, to save you. God can forgive you. God can save you and me. Then we answered the other part of the question. Does God want to forgive you? Does God want to forgive someone like me? Yes. No question about it. He wants to forgive you. He sent his son into this world to die on the cross, to bear the burden, the guilt of your sins, so that through him, as you come to him in repentance and confession of your faith in Christ and your surrender, being buried with him in the waters of baptism, so the blood that he would shed on the cross could cleanse you of the guilt of your sins and you could be made new spiritually, you could be reborn spiritually, born again. Yes, God wants to forgive you. God wants to save you. He went to that incredible length, sending his son to that cross so that he could have the opportunity to forgive you and to save you and to forgive me, and to save me. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 23, verses 31 and 32, God does not want anyone to die in their sins, lost eternally. God is patient toward us right now while we're still alive, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Second Peter 3 and verse 9. 
He desires all men to be saved. 1 Timothy 2, verses 3 and 4. He is the Savior of all men, that is, all people, everybody, everywhere. 1 Timothy 4 and verse 10. For the grace of God brings salvation. It has appeared to all men. Titus 2, verses 11 through 14. God can forgive you no matter what you have done. God wants to forgive you no matter what you have done. Now that question, both, of the, both sides of that question should be answered for you now. And I know that it is a handicapping mindset for a lot of people thinking, God cannot forgive me. God would not want to forgive me. I've been too wicked, too sinful for too long. Well, we've answered that question. God can forgive you, and God wants to forgive you. Now, let's dig into the reasoning even deeper than we have to this point. You need to understand some fundamental reasons why God wants to save someone like you and someone like me. First, it goes back to when God created mankind in the very beginning. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God made you in his image, in his likeness, Genesis 5 and verse 1. Now what does that mean? He created you unique from everything else that he created. Now, I know that we love our pets, our dogs, our cats, <laughs> our goldfish, our parrots, our parakeets, all of that, all that we would construe to be our, our pets. But they're not like us. They have no soul. They were not created in the image of God after his likeness. Only you were. Only mankind was. We are unique in that regard. We have a spiritual being within our physical bodies. We have a spiritual essence within our makeup. It's a soul. And that soul makes us unique from everything else. We can understand and appreciate the very concept and principles of righteousness and godliness. We can recognize the wickedness of sin. We can understand the concept of God. Nothing else understands that. Nothing else has that spiritual essence. Only us, mankind. God created you in his image. Look at how the Apostle Paul put it in Acts chapter 17 and verse 28. For in him we live and move and have our being, as also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. 
And then the next verse, beginning of the next verse, therefore, since we are the offspring of God. Now, is that an incredible identity for you and for me? Because God created us in his image after his likeness with a soul that we are the offspring of God. God wants to forgive you. God wants to save you. He can forgive you. He can save you if you will come to him for forgiveness and salvation. A second reason behind why God wants to save you. He bought you at an incredible price, a virtually unbelievable price from a human perspective. He paid that price so that he could forgive you, so that you could be saved. What was that price? The death of his son on the cross. In 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 20, the apostle Paul wrote, for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belong to God. He bought you at the price of the life of his son on that cross. The Hebrews writer, the Hebrews writer in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 9 put it this way. Hebrews 2 and verse 9, we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, in that he became man on this earth, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for every one. What an incredible price, an almost unbelievable price. God paid for your forgiveness and salvation with the life of his son on the cross as the ultimate one time for all time sacrifice. In Hebrews 9 and verse 28, so Christ was offered once, offered once to bear the sins of many. Hebrews 10 and verse 10, by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Christ Jesus once for all, once for all. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, Paul said that God made Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us, that is to bear our sins on his body as he served as that sacrifice on the cross, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. God paid an incredible, an incredible price so that you could be forgiven, so that you could be saved. Why else does God want to save you? Someone like you? Someone like me? He wants you to be the light of salvation to the world around you, to everybody around you who has not yet come to him through Jesus Christ. He wants you to be the light of forgiveness, the light of Christianity, the light of Christ, the light of the world. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13, Jesus said, you, that is his followers, faithful followers, Christians, 
are the salt of the earth. The salt of the earth. And then he says in verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. And then in verse 16, he said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Now God has given us his word through the Bible, through the scriptures. He has had his word written down for us so that we can read it, we can learn it, we can understand it, we can believe it, we can make it make the proper applications to our lives through obedience to what those teachings are in his word. But he depends upon us to be the caretakers of his word, the communicators of his word. That's what I'm doing right now through this Bible study broadcast on this radio program, communicated through the internet, through podcasts. That's what I'm doing. That's what he wants us to do. He wants us to be the shining light of salvation through the gospel of Christ to everybody all over the world. When Jesus told the apostles to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, that was almost 2,000 years ago. That was not an instruction, a commandment, only to those men back then, but it is still our instruction and commandment today. We are to be the light of the world in this generation. He wants to save you so that you can tell other people about how you came to be forgiven and saved through Jesus Christ. And then bottom line, why does God want to save someone like you? Why would he want to save someone like me? Because he loves us. Now he loves us because we are his creation. But again, deeper than that, because he created us in his own image, in his likeness with a soul. God loves you. Now that may be virtually unbelievable for you because you might think, how could he love me? I've been horrible. I've lived a horrible life. He loves you. You see, he's not human. He is divine. And he loves on a scale that that we have a difficult time fully grasping. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 Verses 4 through 8 describe it as an unconditional love. Now, he expects you to repent of your sins, to make up your mind to change your life and come to him for forgiveness through Jesus Christ and salvation. But he loves you. Again, remember what the Apostle Peter said in 2 Peter 3 and verse 9? God is not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. God loves you so much. He is giving you time to repent and come to him for forgiveness and salvation through Christ. John 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He loves you that much. Romans 5 and verse 8, 
but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He loves you. He loves me that much. 1 John chapter 4, verse 9, in this is love, not that we loved him, God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. God loves you that much, that much. Aren't you ready to come to him for forgiveness and salvation? Aren't you ready to take him at his word and come to him? He wants to save you. He not only can save you, he wants to save you. He loves you. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, Paul wrote. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Do you believe? Do you believe enough to obey? We want to help you. We want to help you. God wants to forgive you. God wants to save you. God loves you that much. No matter what you have done in the past, he loves you that much. We'd like to help you. Contact us through our website, churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for loving us so much. Thank you, Father, for wanting to save even us as sinful as we have been. We praise you for being able to save us as sinful as we have been. Help us, Father, to open our hearts to humble ourselves, to come to you for that forgiveness and salvation through your Son, our Lord and Savior. Gracious Father, we pray, guide us and forgive us. This is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.